to the beautiful, beautiful pulpit, and uh, I am thankful to be able to come and, as Brother Bryson said, be the first one to minister from here. I promise I won't hit it too, too hard and make pieces fly off. It might not be a good way to start on that, amen, but it is an honor to dedicate this pulpit to the work of the Lord and in memory of my good friend, your former pastor, Brother Tom Bryson. Amen. We became good friends with Brother and Sister Bryson, well, long before there was a Pastor Joel Bryson, long before there was even a Joel Bryson. Amen. In fact, we were able to hold him the first day he was born. I've not tried to do that in the last while. <laughs> Amen. It would not go good for either one of us, I'm sure. Amen. But I have good, good memories of Brother Tom Bryson. And uh, one, I don't have time for all of them today, but one memory that came to mind was one summer, Brother Tom Bryson and I decided we were going to take up running. <laughs> we were a little more fit in those days, and uh, we would do that several times a week, approximately five miles a night. Well, at the end of our run, or during our run, we would find ourselves at Tim Hortons to catch our breath and rest a bit, of course. One night, much to our surprise, our wives came in with our children into the very Tim Hortons that we were in. Needless to say, after much ribbing, our running career came to an end. Amen. <laughs> Run all the way to Tim Hortons to grab a Tim, coffee and a donut kind of defeated the purpose, but it was, seemed like fun at the time. Amen. One Christmas we asked for and each got a remote control vehicles, which we were to assemble and race together. That was fun. And I think Sister Bryson might remember this, but it seemed like almost every Thursday for a few years we would just meet at Red Lobster or Teddy's, whichever came first. And uh, it was just fun just to be able to raise our kids together. and We had many passionate discussions about, well, anything. Brother Bryson loved to discuss and debate. Amen. We attended many church events together, including Brother Church Senior's early bird uh, meetings on Sunday mornings at 6 a.m. And perhaps the best memory of all was having such a close friend. Amen. To share things with and talk to, knowing it was held in confidence. And uh, as brother, as your pastor was mentioned this morning about me being his pastor, well, I also have a pastor, brother and sister Roger White, which sister Bryson knows quite well. And so that is very, very important, and I encourage every pastor to have that in his life or her life. Amen. Amen. But I am extremely thankful for the privilege of having had brother Tom Bryson as a friend and buddy over the years. I'm also well aware that this is a needful day, but it comes with additional emotions for Sister Sue Bryson, and I understand that perhaps better than most. Let me say I'm also very thankful for your pastor and his wife and family, Brother and Sister Joel Bryson. They're doing a wonderful job here as your pastors. Amen. And I can say with some awareness, it's not without its challenges, criticisms, and rewards. Amen. But it is good. It, you need to give thanks every day that people would be willing to give themselves and invest in your spiritual well-being and follow the call of God on their lives. Amen. 
But today, mostly, I'm thankful for the Lord and Savior. Amen. Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to just call this little message this morning, thanks for everything. Amen. Well, this is truly how I feel about Brother Tom Bryson. It is ultimately how I feel about our Savior. Psalm 92, verse 1, said, It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High. We're talking about just giving some thanks this morning. But it is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. If you're not in the habit of doing that, I encourage you to take some time through your day and through your week and just begin to give thanks to the Lord. Amen. First Thessalonians 5 and 18 says, In everything... Give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. People will often ask what the will of God is. Well, we just read it right there. Amen. It says very clearly in the Word of God, the will of God is for you to give thanks in everything. Now, I'm glad it doesn't say be thankful for everything, but in everything give thanks. Because there are things that have happened that in the moment I'm not necessarily thankful for. Amen. And maybe, maybe that's even this week you can say, well, there was a few things I'm not overly thankful for. Amen. But I have learned to give thanks regardless. It's amazing how it impacts your outlook. Amen. When things don't go your way and you say, God, I give you glory and I'm thankful anyways. Amen. It changes how you live. It changes your perspective on things. Amen. His word tells us in 2 Corinthians 2 and verse 14, now thanks be unto God, which always, always causes us to triumph in Christ. Always. Doesn't say most of the time or 99% of the time, but always. This is true. This is what allows us to give him thanks in everything. Because he knows the end from the beginning and it's ordered that you and I be victorious and to be triumphant. Many of our testimonies begin with something like, I'm so thankful for what the Lord has done. Amen. Or I'm so thankful his mercies are new and fresh every morning. I'm so thankful for Calvary and for his shed blood and the redemption from sin that he gave me on Calvary. I'm so thankful for his healing, his provision, his protection, and his power in me. This is biblical, and we are to give him thanks. Testimonies are essentially a giving of thanks to the Lord. And I encourage you again to find time through your week and day just to pause and say, God, I'm thankful. Amen. I'm thankful. Revelation 12 and 11 says, And they overcame him by one, by the blood of the Lamb, Calvary, and two, by the word of their testimony. And three, they loved not their lives unto the death. The second item there said, We overcome evil with our testimony. I could put it this way, we are overcomers by giving him thanks. Amen. If you're struggling with some things today, just pause and give God thanks. It may, it may sound kind of silly at first, but it's not. It's powerful. It works. It'll change, it'll change you. Amen. Amen. And be able to say, God, I'm so thankful for your goodness. It's a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. How many are thankful today for God's intervention and blessings in your life? 
I encourage you to do that and, and to verbalize that because you need to be able to put into words what you are thankful for. I want to read Psalm 92 and 1 again. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and sing praises unto thy name, O Most High. Thank him for his love to you. Thank him for Calvary. Thank him for the church you attend. And thank him for each other and value each other. Thank him for leaders who watch for your soul. This and so much more. Psalm 105 and verse 1 says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Amen. Call upon the Lord. Give him thanks. Tell about the goodness of God in your life. Let people know how great it is to live for God. Amen. And when days come where we may feel we're losing, and we're here and, and thinking of Brother Tom Bryson and, and uh, his impact on the kingdom, I'm thankful for the years that he had that he invested. I can remember coming into this building shortly after it was purchased and him working away diligently with the passion. I've got to have a house of God for people. And I remember the whole building as well, the warehouse church, amen, there were some good times there, amen, but this is wonderful and this is great, amen, give thanks unto the Lord, amen, Psalm 106 says, praise ye the Lord, O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever, amen, his mercy endureth forever, again, I want to read 2 Corinthians 2 and 14, it says, now thanks be unto God which always causes us to triumph in Christ. Amen. Make him manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. In other words, he uses us to tell about the goodness of God and about the kingdom of God. But give him thanks that he always makes you triumphant. And on days you don't seem triumphant, just use this scripture. Say, God, I'm thankful that your word promises you will make me victorious and you will make me triumphant. The giving of thanks is to be done regardless of the situation we find ourselves in. Again, I want to read 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God for you. Amen. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. In everything give thanks. Again, not necessarily thankful for everything. There's a big difference. Amen. And that difference can be seen in the story of Daniel and King Darius. And I want us to read a portion of that this morning. Reading from Daniel 6, verse 7. It says that all the presidents of the kingdom, the governors, the princes, the counselors, and the captains have consulted together to establish a, a royal statute and to make a firm decree that whosoever shall ask a petition of any god or man for 30 days Except thee, O king, he shall be cast into the den of lions. Verse 8. Now, O king, establish the decree and sign the writing that it be not changed according to the law of the Medes and the Persians, which altereth not. Verse 9. Wherefore, King Darius signed the writing and the decree. Verse 10. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house, and his window being open in his chamber towards Jerusalem, he kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and what? Gave thanks before God, just as he did always, or a four time. Verse 11, then these men assembled and found Daniel. They set him up. They found Daniel praying and making supplication or petition and pleas before his God. If I can put it this way, yesterday Daniel prayed three times a day openly, giving thanks, making supplications, petitioning God. Today, 
after it was illegal to pray, unless it was to men's preferences, he did so anyway. Today, after it became law that one found praying to, to any other god than the king would be cast into then a lion's or canceled, he did so anyway. Cancel culture, today's cancel culture has nothing on a den of lions. Verse 10 says, Daniel did not cave into the pressure, but rather openly prayed to God, giving thanks as he did before. You see, Daniel still gave thanks in everything. I don't think he was thankful that he might be tossed into a den of lions. Amen. I don't think he was excited about that. But he still gave thanks whether it was favorable for him or not, because God is worthy of thanks. Regardless of the situation we find ourselves in, he is still worthy of thanks. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. We see where Daniel trusted God in all things. Now, we know the end of the story. He did not. But the same thing, God knows the end of our story. We don't. That's why we are faithful, because he always causes us to triumph and to be victorious. When you and I are put in the vice grips of today, we must still say, it doesn't matter what's happening. I'm going to be one that gives thanks unto God. Every time we trust him, his kingdom grows and benefits. Amen. Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not unto thy own understanding or your own intellect. Verse 6, in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart in every situation, in every walk of life. Trust in God. The end of this story is amazing because Daniel gave thanks in all things. We have the story of him being miraculously delivered from lions. The story of the king of the then known world making a decree that the whole world will worship the God of Daniel. Simply because Daniel said, it doesn't matter if I'm going to be tossed into the den of lions or not. I'm still going to give God thanks. I'm still going to pray. I'm still going to believe him. Amen. It doesn't matter what it may look for me or what may be coming in my life. I am going to be one that is known for giving him thanks. Amen. I want to pick up some more of this story in the same chapter, Daniel 6, verse 19. It says, Then the king, King Darius, rose early in the morning and went in haste to the den of lions. Verse 20, And when he came to the den, he cried with a loud voice unto Daniel. And the king spake and said to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God whom thou servest continually. That's powerful right there. He was known to serve God every day, every situation. Amen. It didn't matter. He served God continually. Was he able to deliver thee from the den of lions? Verse 21, then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. My God has sent his angel and has shut the, I've shut the lions' mouths, and they have not hurt me. For as much as before him, innocency was found in me, and also before thee, king, have I done no hurt? Now, it may just be my carnality, but I think I would have waited about eight or ten seconds before answering the king. <laughs> Daniel, was your God whom you serve continually able to save you? I think I would have made him sweat a little bit. 
I'm down here because of you, because of your arrogance. But yes, God was able to save me. Amen, amen. We don't know if he paused or not. The scripture just said he acknowledged that he was alive. Amen. Verse 23, then the king was exceedingly glad for him and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den and no manner of hurt was found upon him because he believed in his God. No manner of hurt was found upon him because he believed in the word of his Lord. Verse 24, and the king commanded and they brought those men which had accused Daniel and they cast them into the den of lions with their children, their wives, and the lions had mastery of them and break all their bones in pieces wherever they came to the bottom of the den, proving they were real lions and were really hungry. Then King Darius wrote on to all people, nations, and languages that dwelt on the earth. Peace be multiplied unto you. Verse 26, I make a decree that in every dominion of my kingdom men tremble and fear before the God of Daniel, for he is the living God. And steadfast forever in his kingdom, that which shall not be destroyed, and his dominion shall be even on to the end. That applies even now as we are heading into the end of the end times. God is still supreme. God is still our ruler. God is still on the throne. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 27, and he delivered and rescued and worked signs and wonders in heaven and earth, who hath delivered Daniel from the power of the lions. Last verse, 28. So this Daniel prospered in the reign of Darius and in the reign of Cyrus the Persian. Daniel trusted God in all things, gave God thanks in all things. We read that after the decree was signed and Daniel knew the decree was signed, he went to his room. His window was already open. Now, I might have been tempted maybe close the window and find a corner. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> But he said, no, the window's already open. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Amen. I'm just going to believe God. I'm going to worship him. And it doesn't really matter how it ends for me. It's how it ends for the kingdom that's important. My responsibility is to always give the Lord thanks in all things. Hallelujah. Amen. You can trust him. PLC, you can trust God in all things. Good news, bad news, or no news. It does not matter. We are to trust him in every situation. 1 Timothy 2 and 1 says, I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplication, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. Do all things with prayer and the giving of thanks. And for all people in the church, out of the church, same culture, different one, it doesn't matter. A few weeks ago in our pre-service prayer, one of our leaders had us pray for our city, the city of London and its people. He talked about the increase of crime and petty theft. That's just going crazy. But as I thought of this scripture, it said, Give, giving thanks be made for all men. And I found myself praying that God would provide for the criminal element of London. Now, that's kind of a silly thing to say, perhaps. But I thought, God, some of them are stealing and doing things because they feel they have no choice. They're trying to make ends meet. And you said to pray for all men. So I'm praying right now that you would provide for them so they don't have to do this. Amen. See, sometimes we've got to change how we think about things. 
and be true to the Word of God. And the Word of God said to pray for all people, to give thanks for all people. Amen. That means people we agree with and people we disagree with. Amen. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 57 and 8 says, But thanks be unto God, which giveth us the victory. He giveth us the victory. Amen. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 58, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Amen. Just keep on doing what you're doing. Add some additional thanks. Amen. And let the Lord change you from the inside out and say, God, I'm so thankful for what you have done. Amen. On the good days, I give you thanks. On, on the bad days, I give you thanks. On the days I gain, I give you thanks. On the days I lose, in my perspective, I give you thanks. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. At the news of the passing of my good friend, Brother Tom Bryson. <laughs> I wept for days, but I know it's in no comparison to Sister Sue Bryson. Finally, my wife says, you've got to stop crying. And I stand here today and say, I'm thankful for his life. Amen. I'm thankful for his contribution to his family and to the work of the Lord. Amen. Always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain. Amen. Your testimony to your co-worker, to your neighbor, it's not in vain. You're mentioning, just the Bible says, you give a cup of water in my name, and it's, it's powerful. Amen. So, so don't think any, just think anything you do in the house of God or for the kingdom of God, it's noticed. It's powerful. It, it helps people. And that's what it's all about is to help people. And maybe you're here this morning and say, well, I need help. Well, yes, we probably all do. But know that God can use you. It doesn't matter where you are in your walk with him. Amen. Just say, God, I want to be used of you, and I, I want to do your will, and your will is that I give you thanks. And so that's where I'm going to start. I'm going to give you thanks, regardless if it's a good day or not, in my opinion. Amen. Colossians 3 and verse 17 says, And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Whatever you say or do, do in Jesus' name. Amen. And give him thanks. On your way to work or on your way to look for work? When you sit down to eat, give him thanks. When you rise to go to bed, give him thanks. When you rise to get out of bed, give him thanks. Amen. On your way to church or on your way home from church, give him thanks. Whatever you do, do in the name of Jesus with thanksgiving. I want to turn to Ezra chapter 3, verse 11. Ezra 3, verse 11, it says, And they sang together by course in praising and giving thanks unto the Lord. Giving thanks unto the Lord because he is good, for his mercy endureth forever toward Israel. Now listen to this. And all the people shouted with a great shout when they praised the Lord because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. Several years ago, the Lord opened up this verse to me when I needed it most. I refer to it as giving thanks for the unfinished or the incomplete. Only the foundation of God's house was laid. And they said, it's time to party. It's time to give God thanks. Amen. 
No walls, no room, no furniture. PLC, we need to learn to shout to God for the incomplete. Too often we wait for the final results. Daniel gave thanks before the final result, which I believe helped bring the final result. Amen. Sometimes we don't see what we want or what we believe for because we don't rejoice in the unfinished or the partial victory. He is the author and finisher of my faith. These people said, we just have the foundation of God's house laid, but we're going to take some time out and give him some thanks. We're, we're going to shout with a great shout that just the foundation of God's house is laid. It's not complete, but it doesn't matter. We're going to give him victory. We're going to shout and give him thanks for the incomplete. If you will do that, because sometimes we can wait to the end of our lives before we give him thanks. No, you need to, that's why it's important we give him thanks. You might say, well, it's not over yet. No, it's not, but give him thanks anyways. Amen. Love him anyways. Say, God, I'm here. Use me for your glory and your kingdom today. Amen. I'm going to give you praise and glory. Amen. Amen. As we wrap this up this morning, Philippians 4, verse 6 and verse 7, it says, be careful for nothing or don't worry about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Verse 7, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Now, not to be a little morbid, but that, that verse is already on my gravestone. All the kids have to do is chip in the year. <laughs> it's already there inside my precious wife. The peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds. Amen. I have tried and proven this time and time again. Amen. Last portion of Scripture this morning, Psalm 100. Would you stand with me? Psalm 100, verse 1 and 5. It says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with sadness. <laughs> Serve the Lord with gladness. You sang today that first song about rejoicing, and the joy of the Lord is in the house. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. For we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Verse 4. Enter into his gates with what? Thanksgiving. And into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Amen. Lord, we're thankful for everything today. Amen. We give you praise and glory. We thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, and may this church see unprecedented growth and revival because a foundation was laid by Brother Tom Bryson. And God, this is just a piece of wood today, but we... Cherish it in memory of a man of God that gave of himself his time and talent. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you, church. And just make a, just make a lifestyle of giving him thanks in all things. Hallelujah. Can we worship the Lord together? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. We worship you, God. We give you thanks this morning for all that you've done, for all that you've done. If it's appropriate, if you feel comfortable, if not, it's okay. You can just stand.